Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Here we go. 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 This is it. This is Top Flight Time Machine. I am Andy Dawson. I'm Sam Delaney. Uh, welcome. It's the Friday morning show, Sam. But shall we let them in on a trade secret? Yeah. We're recording this on Thursday afternoon. Uh-oh. So that means that we've got no idea what happened in Manchester City versus Liverpool. Uh, our predictions were... Well, mine was Manchester City 2, Liverpool 3, I think. Yeah, it was. I said 1-1. One, one. Yeah. And results, but of course, said 1-0. One, 1-0. One, so you'll all know, all you bastards living in the luxurious future mm. will know who's the, mm. who's the winner and who's the cunt. Or oh, maybe it being a draw, like I said. Yeah. Well, yeah, the, what oh, I mean because, is out of us. All right, of us, sorry. I thought you meant between Man City and Liverpool. There's I a, thought that felt a bit harsh. There's a winner. Yeah. There's a prick. Yeah. And there's a cunt every okay. week. <laughs> all right. <laughs> and, uh, we could rename this podcast to that, couldn't we? The winner, the prick and the cunt. Yeah. I'm pitching that to BBC Two. <laughs> and it's one of those sort of things where they send three people away to do something. Yeah, on a Do you know what I mean? So it's yeah. like some twat. In a, yeah. Griff Reese jones always fucking makes sure he gets involved in some yeah. way or another. And they all go and they go, we're on a journey yeah. across Britain yeah. where we'll meet some of the interesting characters and do some of the bizarre pastimes that make Britain the world's most eccentric but beautiful place. Basically a cunt's programme. Yeah, they call them travel logs. There was a thing yeah. yesterday where some women comedians had got together on Twitter and done a massive list of all the participants in these travel logs and they're mm. all men apart from Sue Perkins. I'm a I'm a white I'm a white stand up comedian who went to Oxford or Cambridge <laughs> and I'm with two other cunts and we're in a on a bloody three man bicycle from Cornwall to John O'Groats. Like the, <laughs> fucking hell, right? It's like the goodies. But yeah, not as funny. We're having a wacky time meeting people who will patronise. Um, yeah, so it's like that, but I'm trying to encourage them to do one with non-cunts, but yeah. with twats, i.e. And, and the two the two twats they need are fucking I mean, Mr. Delaney and Dawson and yeah. their sidekick result spot. So we're going to call it the winner, the cunt, and the prick, yeah. and we're going around Britain. I mean, why, why, I saw that list. And I saw the tweets by the women comedians. And while I sympathised, I also thought, oh, me and Sam could really do a job on one of them. <laughs> yeah. All we've got to do is fucking choose what mode of transport they put us in. Yeah. I vote helicopter. Oh, I don't know about that. <laughs> They're really dangerous, though. Yeah. But that would be good because it would add jeopardy. Catapult. <laughs> yeah. We're catapulting <laughs> our way around the British Isles. <laughs> Today we're in Salisbury, where this woman has been baking cakes with Marmite in for the last 40 years. <laughs> Fuck off. And then we'll be catapulting ourselves over to Halifax. Yeah. Today we're in Halifax. Andy's just in the pub all day. He says he's not coming out. <laughs> I'm just going to hang around on this bench and call my wife. 
We're not getting along for various reasons. Any of your business. We're having a shit time. I've been crying down the phone to my daughter. It scared her, I think. And he's been out and bought some solvents. He's He's hiding from me in a bush. He thinks I can't see him, but I can. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking give us the show, you dickheads. Yeah, I reckon Discovery or National Geographic or one of them will have that, because they'll put anybody on. Yeah. We'll see, we'll see. That should be our pitch. Well, he's come to our attention that you'll put any cunt on the telly. (laughs) So why haven't you fucking given me and Dawson a show yet? And I'm a fucking robot. And then you can give one to the women after yeah. that. After you've done us, we'll take a woman with us if we have to. Yeah, this, this is it. it. Let's have a look at the um, the prediction league, Sam. Yeah, we all, we've only got four of our midweek predictions that have come to life because, um, as I say, Man City Liverpool's happening after we record the sport. It's been a good week again for me. <laughs> oh no, and not you. Fuck. Um, I'm so the fucking far, twat. You know, Man City, Liverpool could change everything. But so far, you got two points from four matches. I've got three points and results, but has only got one point. So where's that leave We're us? Closing then? the gap on him. I'm on 56. Mm. You're on 58. Results, spot is on 59. Oh, on man. I am a him. fucking whisker away. Yeah. A whisker. You were rock bottom a month ago. No one gave you a hope in hell. I gave myself hope, and that's what's important. And that's a lesson for everyone listening about life. Whatever you're engaged in, believe in yourself. I believed in myself, and that's why I am where I am today. Ask yourself every day, what would Sam Delaney do? (laughs) Yeah. If you want to be a better person. If you are Sam Delaney. If you're someone else, like, I don't know, Olivia Newton-John, ask yourself in the mirror what would Olivia Newton-John do and so on and so forth have you seen what Olivia Newton-John's done no she's come out yesterday and said I'm not dying she's been dying for fucking years we're all dying mate yeah we're all dying gradually that's true but um, yeah Olivia Newton-John has come out and said she's not dying so it was all a lie like Ange in EastEnders that time yeah exactly fucking hell she's been bullshitting us happy Christmas sweetheart I'm not dying and so John Travolta's going to hand her her divorce papers on Christmas Day yeah Get yourself hopelessly devoted to that, you cunts. <laughs> Stranding at the drive-thru, feeling a fool. Stranding at the drive-thru, feeling a cunt, more like. <laughs> I'm not dying. <laughs> Look at that. Um, shall we do some predicting for the weekend? Yeah. Get ready predict, for predict, this. Predict, predict. FA Cup. FA Cup weekend. Oh. Fucking hell. Random factors, clubs from other leagues. This what podcast has never really dealt with the FA Cup no, before. No, it hasn't, hasn't. We've, we've, we've doubled We're in, in uncharted waters. We yeah. dabbled in the UEFA Nations League. Yeah. That got us nowhere. Um, I've gone with the matches that have been chosen by the broadcasters for live coverage this weekend. Because there okay, yeah, good too idea. Many, too many to choose from. So we've got Tranmere versus Spurs. I don't know anything about well, Tranmere. I, mean, I don't know what the league nah. they're in. They might be non-league. I'm not sure. All I think about Sorry, when I think Tramier about fans. Tranmere is John Aldridge, I guess. Yeah. I mean, that's the only he thing I know about. Tranmere, doesn't he? Yeah. So... But- but, you know, they have just that Scout New Year. See, I've through that, yeah. Tramway is just as Scouse as Liverpool and Everton is. You know what makes me sick? It's when people talk about Liverpool and Merseyside as being red or blue. What about fucking Tramway's white, if that is what we play in? I don't know. <laughs> no one gives us the lickings of a dog. <laughs> <laughs> but we're just as important. You cut us and we bleed football. Don't you know that? 
This is this is real Liverpool. You go up the road to fucking Anfield, you might as well be in fucking Disneyland. You got fucking tourists coming in on the coming into the John Lennon Airport, getting the bus straight to Anfield or Goodison. You don't get none of them cunts coming to Prenton Park if that's where we still play. This is real scout. If you want the real Liverpoolian experience, do yourself a favour and come to whatever the name of our fucking ground is. And that's when you see what it means to be a real scouser. Pure scouse. Total scouse. <laughs> Total think scouse. Gonna, I think I'm going to pass out. <laughs> I've got a headache now just from fucking talking to you about it. Go on, fuck off. You're doing my fucking nuts in your cockney cunt. <laughs> all right, sorry, mate. Um, all right, I'm I'm going to say Tottenham are going to beat you 4-0, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking Tottenham, a fucking joke club. Joke fucking Cockney club. You seriously think they're going to come up here to this fucking sissy? This heartland of football. This fucking more than a sissy. This fucking dream like this Shangri-La. This Xanadu. Fucking (laughs) Levine, Jonica. Yeah. And fucking, you know what? Olivia Newton John wrote Xanadu about. It was about Liverpool. In fact, it was about specifically Tranmere. <laughs> Do you know what Box Fizz wrote Land of Make Believe about? Fucking Liverpool, because they when they turned up in Liverpool, they thought it was a dream it were that good. They couldn't fucking believe it. They thought this must be some sort of land of make believe. And then Cheryl Baker said, It's a fucking great name for a song. Let's get it down now. <laughs> I'm going to go 3-0. <laughs> also the Spurs. Results spot says 1-0. Uh, Blackpool versus Arsenal. This would have been good in 1955. <laughs> but, um, I went to Blackpool the other day. Oh, yeah, you went to a away game there, yeah. didn't you? Was it great fun? I've never seen more drunk football fans gathered in one place in my oh, entire life. Oh, that's great. It was amazing. That's Everyone great. was shit-faced. It was New like Year's a convention Day. of drunkards. It was. Brilliant. I mean, I was trying like to the find... sons of the desert. Oh, exactly. <laughs> I was trying to find somewhere to park, and I was just going at like three miles an hour through this crowd outside a pub. <laughs> I think drunkards. it was outside the Scottish pub. It was Blackpool and a Scottish pub. I've never heard it's of a Scottish pub. The Scottish pub. The Scottish pub. Yeah, it's, it's, it's kind of like... Um, it's just where when all the Scottish people come down to Blackpool, they've got their own pub. That's great. Full of Scottish stuff. Fucking hell, I wouldn't go in there. The best Scottish pub I've been into, and everyone who's ever been to Celtic will know that, that know this pub, because I once went to Celtic versus Rangers and um, with my brother Cass, who, and that is one of his most legendary fucking trips for various reasons. <laughs> and I, we went to a pub afterwards that everyone will know called The Wee Man. Yeah. And what I like about it, it's a flat roof pub. Oh. And it's got no, zero accoutrements. Might be changed now. When I went there, which was about 2004, maybe. Was there an Alsatian on the roof? It was just... Four walls, yeah. a roof, yeah. and loads of fucking tenants. That yeah. was it. There was nothing else. <laughs> it was fucking rammed. I kept my mouth shut the whole time. So I thought, I don't. They probably won't. There's a risk here that they won't <laughs> like me being English. But they were fucking very welcoming, and it was one of the best fucking drinks after a football I've ever had. Glasgow the the wee man. Best city. Fucking Glasgow best fun best. city. Best people. Fantastic. Brilliant place. So Blackpool, yeah, Blackpool was just full of pissed up Sunderland fans. It was fucking great. Seven seven thousand eight hundred we took, and they were all arsehole. Um Blackpool versus Arsenal though in the FA Cup. 
judging from what I've seen of Blackpool the other day, I reckon this is again going to be 3 0 to Arsenal. I'm going to say, I was going to say three. I'll say, if you want. I'll say four. four. I'll say four. Four again for you then, all right. Walking versus Watford. That's on the box? Yeah. What, because Woking are non-league, are they? they got to be, haven't they? Woking in Surrey. That's where it's Paul like, Weller's from. Walking. Yeah. Uh, I think, uh, oh, fucking hell. Pro- probably like one, three. Like Woking will get a goal. Yeah, I think this is going to be 1-1. One, one. I don't know why, wow. but I just the, all these all these matches can't finish 3-0 and 4-0. So the, the yeah, it's team, silly. There's got to be some kind of shock in there mm. somewhere. Newport versus Leicester. Again, this is another one. Well, results bots getting fucked with all these, isn't it? Newcastle are, versus? Newport versus Leicester. Oh, Newport these versus are all, these Leicester. These are all bigger weird matches, aren't they? Fucking hell. Uh, results spot fuck you Newport will be really gearing up for a load of aggro they'll be relishing this Newport Stadium is fantastic have you seen no. it watch out for it it's assembled from parts of other stadiums really I don't know if it genuinely is a but junkyard it, stadium it, it looks like, like it the is, Wombles yeah. made it yeah each bit of it looks like it's been taken from another stadium somewhere that might be true I'm not sure I'd like to go fantastic. on these days um I think that, yeah, I've, I've got a strong feeling there'll be lots of old-fashioned violence at this match. Oh, OK. I don't. I hope there isn't. No, but I've got not. a feeling that the people of Newport will be really gearing up for a Premier team to yeah. come for the first time in a long time. OK. What do you reckon? And for that reason, I'm saying... You're out. 1-2, <laughs> Leicester. 1-2 to Leicester. I am going to say this will be a 2-0 to Leicester. Sorry, Newport. Finally, an all-Premier League match, Wolves versus Liverpool. Hmm. Well, presumably Liverpool put out a bit of a second string. But then again, maybe Wolves will too. You know what? I fancy Wolves to win it. 1-0. 1-0. <laughs> All right, 1-0. I'm going to go 1-1. And, and a replay that neither side wants. Yeah. Right, we'll have a break and then we'll come back with some bullshit. Jalapeño. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Jalapeño. Right, we're back and we've got some more bullshit for you that people have sent in. Um, dig them out. Have you got any? I've got, more? well, I can update you on Archie Buchanan because some people tweeted and said what happened to the Archie Buchanan stories okay. over Christmas. Yeah, there was and a I, super I, injunction I, I, taken I, out against us by yes, the estate were, of Archie the, Buchanan. It turns out he's got a powerful estate. But we fought it off. We fought it off um, and I'm now free to tell some more Archie Buchanan stories. So I'll, I'll just give you one. There's there's loads of them. But if we're doing bullshits, one night Archie Buchanan came home from the pub, which is where he'd always been. 
and he came into the front room and me and my brothers were watching telly, like Minder or something. Mm. And he came in and he... Oh, no, that was it. We were, Someone was watching golf. It must have been one of my brothers. I hate golf. Someone had golf on the telly. He's come in swaying about. Oh, hey, you're watching a fucking golf, are you? What the fuck do any of you bastards know about fucking golf? Damn, I'm a fucking... Oh, up in Scotland, everyone plays golf. I know how to play golf. I'm a fucking great golfer. And we're going, okay, yeah, trying to look round him, carry on watching the telly. <laughs> Don't you fucking believe me? Oh, I fucking... I played off scratch. I could have gone on the pro tour. Okay, fine, Archie, all right, whatever. Right, that's it, you ba- You're coming up the way with me. All of you, on your feet. He's gone out and he's fucking gone under the stairs and wrestled out this old bag of golf clubs, right? And he has marched all of us round to the fucking park, round the corner, Fuck right? The sun is going down. None of us want to be there, but he's quite insistent and he was, you know, menacing. Persuasive. <laughs> he was a persuasive man. And he's fucking... He's put the fucking tea in the grass and it's getting dark. He can't fucking see fuck all. And he's pissed. He's going, hey, watch this swing and learn, you bastards. And he stood over it for ages, done the old bum wiggle and all of that. <laughs> he's fucking swung back, swooped, missed the ball completely, but then fucking done his hand over his eyes going, look at that beauty sail over the trees, right? And we've literally, just to make it over, we've just gone, wow, yeah, fuck me, that's incredible. That's incredible. We've had to just play along. Can we go home? He's gone, yeah. And we just fucked off back home. (laughs) I mean, he was only, like, maximum five minutes around the corner. But that was the... That that was life under the yoke of Archie Buchanan. (laughs) Quite chilling, really. Yeah. (laughs) Quite unpleasant. Here's a good bullshit that's coming from Binky Dawkins on Twitter. He says, a fellow I know reckons he was in the Spurs store and bumped into then Spurs boss Martin Yoll. <laughs> Apparently they got on really well and Big Martin asked my mate if he'd like to join them on a training session on the White Hart Lane pitch, no less. <laughs> after, after training, he had dinner with the players and Martin arranged for him to watch the game in a corporate box. Uh, he adds, my mate was in his mid-30s when he told this story, the prick. <laughs> that is embarrassing. Yeah, I mean, there is a bit of an age cut-off, isn't there, with, uh, yeah. with that level bullshit. Yeah. Um, okay, I've got... I asked for um, people to send in their romantic failures. Yeah. I told my classic, rack em up, Phil. Yeah. I'm sorry to... Whoever sent me the good one about him saying that he couldn't go back to his the girl's house... Someone sent me a good one on Twitter, and I sent him one back, and now I've lost it. So, sorry, mate. Send it in again, and I'll read it out. I told him it was similar to one of mine, because I've got a fucking archive of this shit. Jeez. 1991, a girl I was seeing at the time called... Shall I say? Yeah, her name was Lynn. And um, <laughs> I was 16, so I think we were sort of snogging in a bush like you do. Mm. And we're just in a bush, drunk. And because what, what you have to do when you're that age is sort of find strange. You're basically like tramps because you find strange yeah. places for everything for like drinking, yeah. smoking, perhaps taking drugs, yeah. and also any kind of hanky panky. It's like a bear grills kind of existence. Yeah, you have to do yeah. it with survivalist skills. Yeah, right. So we were in a bush. I remember, and she said, "Do you want to come to my house on Friday night?" And I went, "Why?" And she said, my parents going out. And then she fixed my eye meaningfully and she went, and they will be back late. So we'll have the place to ourselves. 
Do you know what I said? Oh, God. I'm what? supposed to be going for a curry on my oh, brother's Friday night. Oh. But uh, I might pop round afterwards oh. if I've got time. Why did I say that? Why? There must be a reason. It wasn't that I didn't... I'd like to say... Well, you were aware of what she was seeing. Yes. You that's, were. that's what makes it a crime. I'd like to say oh, I was so naive. Yeah. I didn't realise what she was saying. You didn't think you were just going around to watch Minder or something? Uh, like yeah, that. exactly. I've got I've got a load of great ones. The Terry McCann ones. Not like when Ray Daly comes yeah. into it. They're shit. I knew. And as for the Shane Ritchie remake. Uh, what I did was, I just... I Again, it was a bit like the Rack'em Up Phil. I think at that age, I thought if I had an aloof sort of... I think... Do you know what I think? I think I was scared. I think I was scared mm. of the opportunity of full sex, yeah, right? Getting it wrong. I was nervous about, you know, the whole thing. And so I kind of tried to play it cool yeah. and thought I might get away with not having to do it. That's what I reckon. <laughs> that's the first time I've worked this out. But I reckon that's the painful truth. Yet again, this podcast has descended into basically psychological examination of yourself. Yeah, well, we haven't and, been doing um, that for a while, and it's quite good. I don't know what it is. It's like, you don't have to say much. It must be something about your kind eye, the yeah. kindness in your are, eyes. Are you finding this helpful? It's helpful, because yeah. I, in the past, my explanation for that would have been, I'm try, I was always trying to act sort of cool or aloof, or a bit like take it or leave it, and that that would further my opportunities. But in this case, she's actually said, so why do I have to do any more hard work to act cool and aloof? The opportunity has arrived, and yet I still say something to avoid it. Fear. Must have been fear. Fear of opportunity. Yeah. Or, Something I carry with me still. Or possibly a tiny penis. Yeah, well. Um, yeah. Um, there's a that's one part from, of the whole thing. There's yeah. one here from Nilo Dwyer, another bullshit. He says, a serial bullshitter named John drinks in my mum and dad's pub. He claimed that he was in a pub in Belfast and someone let their pet snake loose. It crawled down the bar, dipped its head in John's whiskey and started drinking it. <laughs> John responded by, inverted commas, chinning the little fucker. <laughs> Not only did he kill the snake in one punch, <laughs> but he then made a wallet out of it and gave it to a friend. Yes! <laughs> ding, ding. Where's your bell? I haven't got the bell on me. That's, that's, we could like put that, frame it. That's my favourite bullshit of 2019. So that's going to take some beating. There's more. There's oh more my God. John. John also claims that he scored 170 goals for Derby County, escaped a prisoner of war camp, and that Barack Obama came to his dad's funeral. Boom, Fucking there you sensational. Go. There's John. Okay, uh, right, Rory, my mate Rory, who was the Liverpool fan I spoke about on the the, like, the earlier podcast. Yeah. Um, the guy from Halifax, mate of mine, he's Stray Man. He's Stray Man. He's Stray Man. Okay. He was the one labelled by his daughter Stray Man. Has he actually had to follow through and become Stray? I don't think he's Stray. I think he's still, he remains for the time being domesticated, <laughs> but I think he is, he knows he's on thin ice and he could be a Stray Man at any is moment. secretly up for it though? Yeah, he doesn't fear it. Like we discussed on the last podcast, no one fears being Stray Man. Um, okay, so he said he listened because he heard about the Stray Man story. So he tuned in and he listened to the uh, podcast and, and was taken by the idea of missed romantic opportunities. <laughs> and he's written me quite a long email okay. with his. When I was in my early 20s, I'd recently broken up with a girl I was very keen on who basically went to uni and met some other twat who was probably a slight upgrade. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> it's a story of so many people have lived through that exact yeah. story. I was down in the dumps and thinking not for the first time that was the end for me and women. So well, I'll skip past some of it. Some of his, his mate set him up. His mate had a new bird and set him up with her mate they went out to a club together the four of them and arranged to go round to their shared house the next day for Sunday lunch 
we were walking to a taxi after going to the club. For whatever reason, I decided to pick her up and carry her. She tried to protest that she had a bad back and to be careful, but I was having none of it. Sadly, she was a bit heavier or I was a bit weaker than I anticipated. I grabbed her around the back of the knees and then tipped her over into a huge puddle. The girl with the bad back was not amused. My mate bundled me into a taxi, literally crying with laughter and asking what the fuck had possessed me. Unfortunately, Sunday lunch was still on, though, so I went out, went round there the next day and I had no phone or text to test the water to see how she was feeling after I dropped her in a puddle and fucked her back. <laughs> she greeted me somewhat frostily and the atmosphere was not good. In an attempt to make conversation and improve the atmosphere, I feigned an interest in her pet gerbil, even though I really fucking hate rodents and they give me the creeps. She defrosted a little at this point and asked if I'd like to hold him. Like, fuck, I would, I thought. But the date was not going well. And this was a shot at minor redemption. How hard could it be? So she took him out of his cage and put him in my hand. The fucking horrible scuttling little cunt that they are. It gave me the willies. I'm afraid I did exactly what I had done with his owner. With a little bit more quivering, I chucked the gerbil on the floor. (laughs) Ah! He chucked it on the fucking floor. A pet gerbil. It was a pretty silent lunch after that. Punctuated with the two girls leaving the room for anxious conflabs, which I very strongly suspected were about my continued presence. That was our only date. I still see her. I would still see her around. Occasionally she'd catch my eye and look utterly mystified that she'd once been attracted to me. Oh, man. I'm actually going red right in this. I love that story for the throwing the gerbil. So he's already dropped her in public. It's good. Yeah, quite yeah. bad. But the next day he's thinking, last throw the dice. I'll, yeah. I'll pretend I like gerbils. Yeah. Fucking gerbil! Yeah! <laughs> Here's a one that's just a, a tale as old as time as time itself from Ross McWatt. Uh, in school, friends of mine asked me if I fancied a girl, who I did, in my class, right in front of her. And without thinking, I went, oh! to, in brackets, to save my own heart. Oh. She looked hurt, but replied the same. Years yeah. later, it turns out I broke her heart that day. Oh, yeah, but oh, I mean, man. that's very common. That's exactly. That's saying that's her is just what you it? would always do at that age, yeah. And another bit of bullshit from Brian Jordan. Um, there was a friend at school who claimed his dad was able to hack the video printer on Grandstand and put bets on before the results were released. On TV. <laughs> <laughs> Another friend at school claimed he scored the world record on Defender on the Atari, but before he could take a photo, his mum unplugged the Atari to plug the Hoover in. Oh. Um, Lovely. And one more um, hero fantasy, because uh, you, you proclaimed your hero fantasy of... I've got loads of them. You've got 9-11. And, uh, 9-11, every day. Coming here on the train today, I had Did two or three yeah. about fighting people, yeah. Here's the one from Tom, Saving Tom people. My go-to hero fantasy involves me foiling armed terrorists in a shopping mall. I cunningly hide behind a decorative plant pot until a terrorist walks past <laughs> before leaping out and disarming him. Sadly, in some versions, I am subsequently shot by police because I'm holding the gun. <laughs> Sadly, in some versions, <laughs> he has it over again and the ending changes. Ending, <laughs> choose your own ending stuff. That's great. Oh, I, had, I had a really stupid dream the other night. If we could start including stupid dreams. Not weird dreams, but stupid, stupid ones. ones. That was It was round the corner from my mum and dad's house and a lorry... Hmm. An actual lorry got stung by a wasp. <laughs> and the lorry started hopping about from oh. side to side in pain. <laughs> what was your reaction in the dream? I just woke up and thought it was stupid. 
Oh, I've had enough walking. of this. And I, I've had enough of yeah, this. I'm, I'm waking off. up. I'm off. Fuck this. I'm out. And I thought to myself, that was fucking stupid. That's going in the podcast. Yeah. So, yeah, not a weird dream or a bizarre one. Just something where you just think, Sometimes fuck off. In, fuck off, bro. In, in dreams, I can see stupid things like that happening. Yeah. And in the dream, I'm going, this is fucking stupid. <laughs> yeah. But, like... One of my the dream one of the dreams that's famous like amongst my group of friends right. is because I told my wife and she told everyone <laughs> was that I had a I had a dream once that I was at a football match top flight football match yeah. and the one of the teams not both one team was human but the other one was entirely animals right and there was like a leopard on one wing there was a dog a ter- an actual terrier in midfield. Yeah. There was like a, a, a an orangutan in goal and so forth. And I was sitting there going, why the fuck has no one thought of this ever before? This manager is a fucking genius. Of course you put fucking animals in the team. They're faster and stronger than humans. It's like fucking, it makes a mockery of all football that's existed before. I was utterly, so that was a stupid dream where in the dream I was convinced that it was brilliant. Yeah. And I woke up and told my wife, she well, it was fucking, as it, because for the first few moments after you wake up, yeah. you sometimes think that dream is really um, yeah, legit. Is yeah. And it takes, it sometimes takes quite a long time before you realize, my God, that was utter bullshit. Yeah. But that dream got recorded. I remember um, either Le Bon or. Uh, one of the John Taylor from one of the Taylor clan from Duran Duran from Duran Duran saying that all of his best video ideas happened in dreams dreams. and so he kept a pad next to his bed (laughs) and he said uh, and I just wake up and before I can forget it I quickly scribble it down sometimes with illustrations and I was watching a Duran Duran video marathon one day and I'm like what? So you had a dream about being on a yacht with the rest of the band and loads of birds, and there was a lot of birds with all body paint, and you were standing at the front of. And I thought, yeah, actually, that does sound like quite a decent dream. You had a dream where you were you were strapped to a fucking rotating wheel, <laughs> and kept going under the water. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah, that's exactly what I dreamed about. Yeah, I mean, to be fair, it does add up. If you look at yeah, Duran Duran videos, look, they do look like garbled dreams. Dreams. Garbled dreams of a madman. <laughs> Right, that's all we've got time for for this episode and we will be back on Monday morning with more of the same. Thanks for listening. We're on TF Time Machine on Twitter if you want to follow us. And that's about all we've got, really. Yeah, all the best with all of your endeavours. Bye-bye. God bless. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com.